up, yeah. everybody. I hope you guys are super excited that we are back with another edition of Creative Culture, y'all. Yeah, this is your girl, D-Woods. Ross and Shine, it's your girl, Lady Life. Lady. What's happening? How the fuck your week been going? Yo, um, ooh, this week has been interesting, to say the very least. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's all I'm going to say. Say less. You know say I mean? less, do more. Yeah. Okay, I feel it. Okay, y'all, this week's vibe is none other than fun. All I want to do on this podcast right now is it's have fun. fun That's period. What's up. I don't want to be deep. I don't want I want to be light and Uh-oh. everything be just super fun. All, all right. right. Fun um, times, fun right, times. Fun times cuz this week has been super busy for me. Um, Myself as well. Crazy busy. I worked from 8 a.m. Mm. to literally 10 p.m. Okay. Last night, and yeah. How you feel? How you feel about it? I have been working all week. Um, how do I feel about it? I feel okay now that it's over, and I feel like I have a break until okay. Thursday. So, yeah. But hey, that's the life that I wanted to live, right? Indeed. You know, I, what I mean? you know, I like hustling for my money. I feel you. Not sitting on my ass, just letting somebody give it to me. Welcome to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> I told you I wanted to have fun. Okay, so uh, we need to talk. All right, what are we talking about? Okay. I, I, look, I don't I don't even feel like there should be no pressure in my chest because you said we was having fun. We're having so. fun. We're having fun. So, you know, randomly Meek Mill tweets some shit, whatever, right? All right. <laughs> um, And he tweeted that. Uh, Let's see. what. I, hold on. Where he, where's the tweet? I just had it. Oh, okay. So he said, I was hitting something from the back, grabbed her hair just to make it a little rough and slipped off. And oh, he was talking about the wig. So basically, Meek Mill said he votes that in 2019, uh, (laughs) ladies leave the lace front wigs. In 2018. In 2018. They should have left them in 2017. Um, So you're not a fan of the lace? Nope. Okay. All natural. And so you're not a fan of weave, period. Uh, you know, it's hard to say because I, I, I've seen people do. Let me say this: I'm not a fan of it not looking natural. And I know that's about to sound like what, mm-hmm. but I've seen people use um, pieces, you know, additional whatever. And then still like cut it in a bob or do something yeah um simplistic yeah but like the big say for instance her uh-huh. her got hair like it's big it's mm-hmm. long it's like shock it's, not straight. Style. it's not bone straight it don't have to be bone straight <laughs> i'm not even I'm, I'm not it's just a lot it is just it's a lot and and you leave the hair like that hair gets to falling everywhere and all kinds of like it's just a lot and then when i find out like how much people actually spend on this hair i'm like yo <laughs> like you could have a really nice What's savings account that? right now you could be traveling the world on okay, that wait a on minute that bill. wait a minute okay wait is that your whole point about hair is that my whole point nah but i'll stop okay so let's let's have this banter because i want to okay okay so i'm an advocate for weave clearly i put my luscious curls back in your you luscious know? curl is that the what it says on the package yeah okay no no, no it doesn't but that's, okay that's, it's for when i read it it says luscious for today i'm done <laughs> 
<laughs> I told you light and fun. Okay, so anyways, I'm an advocate for hair. Okay. Okay, and I think women should wear whatever they want. I just get I I can't with the lace. That's the only thing. The la- I've never worn a lace front because I don't know how to glue it. I just don't want nobody I to look at my. I think the fact that you have to glue it is a whole other issue for but me. But it's too. okay. It does. The right people when the right people do it, it looks so good and so natural. Mm. But we even generally, you're gonna see a net, right? Well, I mean, depending on the person, you're gonna see a net. Oh no, man! But I've seen all kinds <laughs> of tricks. I just remember back in the day when I used to glue tracks in. Back in the day when I was young, did you ever did you ever glue tracks in your hair? No, um, the most I got as far as like weave was um getting like braids, and you have to add hair to you know get the longer um what do they call box braids, Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah. Oh, and the first time I tried um kinky twist was Mm -hmm. a disaster. Mm -hmm. Um, why they didn't look good? The hair. I think braids in general have have always, to put it into context of, you know, I'm black and I'm proud, um, is that braids has always been something that makes me feel like I'm I'm always immersed in looking like like you going back to Wakanda? No, like my (laughs) culture. (laughs) You stupid. But my culture, like, I I feel like when I wear, you know, my faux locks or whatever, that makes me feel like, Black. Forever. Yeah, black, you know. And when I have my curly hair, it's my, you know, my thing. It's I it's I like it cuz it's my no. <laughs> it's when it's when I if I would go blonde straight, okay. you know, like, okay. you know, okay. I think not not even necessarily code switching. You just want a different a totally so different you know appearance. So you know it's kind of crazy and ironic about everything i've said about we. It's mm-hmm. like I get it when you want blue hair or pink hair or something like that. Right. I don't get it like for <laughs> half of the other styles. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's. I, here's the thing. It's your prerogative, your mm-hmm. right to choose. I don't knock anybody for doing it. It's mm-hmm. not for me. Um, and I've just seen some stuff that's just like it's not for some other people as well. So do you love the maintenance of having dreads or? Well, see, this is a tricky question because I don't I don't do my own hair for real, for real. Um, oh, a bougie bitch. A bougie. <sighs> <coughs> Uh, yeah no I don't I don't do my own hair so I stopped doing my own hair once I got locks before locks I was natural for quite some time um Mm -hmm. before the natural I had cut all my hair off um prior to cutting all my hair off I had a relaxer so I miss the creamy crack I know y'all out there miss the creamy crack with me because I miss the I'll say I don't miss it because here's the thing and and for me not trying to be arrogant or braggadocious or anything i've always had a head full of hair right and it was always easy for me to grow my hair to just grow long but right. with the creamy crack it was like i couldn't avoid the breakage and that's when i decided like i'm going natural now going natural didn't mean i had less maintenance to do and yeah. so that was why i was like mm, maybe i should try locks but before trying locks i went to uh two strand twist oh, okay. and the two trans yeah two strand twist i did that for some time and then i would always like take it down around my birthday because it's cold and i would press my hair get my or no, i wouldn't do it i would get my hair pressed um and that rock that straight hair for like maybe six weeks and then go right back to the twist mm. and then we're about two years in a row i realized that i didn't do that in the winter time and at that point i was like i might as well go ahead and lock my hair up well that so makes sense do you think we're conditioned to say comments like not to be not to brag 
but I had a head full of hair. Do you think as black people we we put because I don't hear I don't, white people saying shit like that. Not <laughs> it's not saying that they don't, but well, like not having hair. Like let's say your hair doesn't grow. My hair doesn't grow that fast. Um, yeah. So. I mean, I don't really give. I don't ever wear my natural hair, but I don't really. You're care. a different breed of person. Yeah. In the you know, in, as far as the like the I don't give a damn. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but some people may be offended, like that. You, <laughs> you said you got good long hair. Because that may be my reason for not liking weave. Like I've never oh. needed it. Oh. <laughs> I see what you're saying. You, okay. You get what I'm saying? To so, me, yeah. like as being being black, we could be so versatile, though. And I don't, I don't mind the versatility. I don't put nobody down. Like yeah, I said, it's just woman, not for me. Even black men can't be as versatile as they black can women. now. They got, they got pieces for men. <laughs> they got something. LeBron got <laughs> the, his hairline back. The, the, the beard, the beard wigs. Bro, <laughs> listen, or Beijing, if you want to go that route, it looks a mess. So I saw this guy that clearly was like. He had a George Jefferson dome, like, mm-hmm. but he had cut all his hair low enough for him to still use the the Beijing to like fill in, but it it still looked crazy as shit. I really wanted to just like rub the top of his head like on some bullshit. Um, I know he probably would have been mad, but when yeah. I saw it, I was just like, yo, I don't think that's what that was for for you like filling your whole head. Yeah, with that shit. Like anyway, Fe- fellas, I do. I there on my explore channel on Instagram. There is a section where waves and people and guys taking off their wave caps. I'll be all on it. That's my like secret. Like you know how children like um. <laughs> you slime? like the wave caps. I like the. Wa- I like seeing guys take off their wave caps and I see have waves. Mercy. Uh, so fellas. I don't know what's gonna <laughs> show up in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I think. I think it's good. I think it's refreshing. Yeah, I, I see all kind of other bullshit. So you know, I have this. I'm not gonna lie. I. I uh, yeah. It was quite interesting to see the people who would like hit, like a uh, old dude on um. Dang, what's the movie with Tupac and Janet? Poetic Justice, like oh, brushing their yeah. hair like all dang day. Yeah. Um, I know it's a lot of work, you know what I mean, for them to, mm-hmm. no matter how long or how short your hair, you just got to do something to it. Um, and so for I know for some people it's just like, yo, it's too much. I don't want to manage it. I'm right. about to braid it back, right. put my little cap on, sew this stuff in, and yep. call it a day. So, yep. you know. We think it's all beautiful. <laughs> yes, we do. Your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. I think that's trademarked, but we can use it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dark and lovely. Y'all remember those? Bo- Anyways, I remember just let's, for me. Uh, lady. J U S T F O R N. That means you was you not using the right. You don't remember that? Keep it light. Keep it fun. Yes, I remember that, but I I never used just for me. You never used it. You don't remember? No, it, if I, if I was younger, I was using it. But yeah. that dark and lovely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the package right there. Shout out to Lusters, we appreciate you regular for rocking with <laughs> us t- <laughs> and keeping us all the way together. Right. Um, let's let's play some music, y'all. It's that time. This is a pull up. Lil Duval, keep talking about keeping it light, keeping it fun. Yep. Lil Duval, tie dollar sign, pull up. We're going to let this record ride, and we will be back with more Creative Culture. We've got all night. You just need to get here. I'm See, baby, you're just my type. You're the perfect fit here. 
How many times I'm gonna be done during this hey, show? Tell them all, stop playing with you. Stop playing. And so they could pull up. Yeah. Let's pull up and stop playing. Yeah. You see what I did there? I yeah. don't know if the I don't know if y'all listen okay. to see what I did there. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> uh we are now beyond the lens or ready to go beyond the lens. Yeah, we gotta rate these. Oh yeah. Wavy okay, wavy. So maybe we're not ready. Okay. Wavy wavy. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're ready to go beyond the lens. All right, let's go. Um, to the moon. So, D, have you seen the upside? Of course I've Kevin seen Hart, the upside. Mr. Cranston. Um thoughts. The movie was amazing. Oh. I thought it was really good. Uh it was uh, you know what? Kevin Hart wasn't so short and <laughs> Kevin to me, okay. I like, at first I was like, fuck, I'm just going to see Kevin Hart playing this role. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of his movies, I thought they were too much like himself. Okay. And I didn't feel like he had to become someone else. But I see. I see. Um, what is his name? Daryl? 
no, what's his name in the movie? Dale. 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 <laughs> what black man named Dale? Anyways, yeah. Dale was. That's not the point. <laughs> Dale, who Kevin Hart played, I believed who that character was. And okay. I thought that was a great movie. I, I know, um, what's his name, Russell? I know he was, he did a, a great job because who could stay still that, like that? Who? Right. <laughs> Right. And just move like your chin and your neck. Like you have to be, become these people. And I think they did a fabulous job. I thought it was a well-told story. And to for it to be based off of a true story, I thought they did a really good job, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. I think um, for it, like you said, it's a, because it, I know it's an adaptation um, from uh, French film. I think it's a film, The Untouchables. Uh-huh. Untouchables. Okay, yeah. Don't let me mess the name of that film up. Anyway, um, I didn't really, I'm going to say this. I didn't really know what to expect. I was kind of excited to see Kevin play a different role. Okay. Um, and I just kind of went in with an open mind, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, no expectations like a lady usually does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be honest. There were some points in there where I, like it, it has this way of drawing you in. You know what I mean? Into the whole thing, into Dell's story, into Philip's story, uh, which mm-hmm. is played by, uh, dang, we just said his name, Cranston. Um, and as well as like other, what's the other young lady, uh, his uh, his associate? Natalie Portman? No. Mm-mm. It wasn't Maddie. <laughs> we going to name all the white names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll have to look it up. It's okay. But, yeah, uh, it draws you into their story, right. you know what I mean? And then you begin to feel a certain way about these people and what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it did a good job of that. So it didn't just focus on one person. It wasn't Nicole just... Nicole Kidman. Thank you. Uh, well, I know... And his no, name is Brian Cranston. I said Russell, but Brian. What was Nicole Kidman's character's name? Oh. I didn't know you was asking that question. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Nicole Kidman did Yvonne. a great job. Yvonne. Yvonne. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, did a great job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Overall, there are a couple of lessons to be learned. It kind of was reminiscent to me of Green Book and the mm-hmm. fact that you have this unsuspected bond or friendship developing, and neither one of them realize how much they're going to learn from the other. Um, especially Yvonne, Yvonne's character. Uh, you know, there's just so many. It's, it's a lot of different things. It's filled with nuggets, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I really thoroughly enjoyed the film. I thought it was I, great. I thought it was a funny it was. It had enough comedic relief. Yeah, it, yeah. it did. It did, and it didn't seem forced and Kevin isque. It was. It was definitely not a Kevin Hart stand-up punchline. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought the movie was yeah. gonna be like, especially from the previews. But I think they gave us all of his his punches in the previews. Yeah. It, it wasn't a whole lot, so yeah. you know, don't think that you're just gonna go and laugh through the whole movie. And even the things that are, um, that are. Well, I say amusing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't always come from Kevin. So right. that's the cool part as well. I had talked to my mom prior to seeing the film, and she was like, well, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say about it, so I can't <laughs> wait to tell her she should go see it. Right, she should definitely go I'll see it. I'll tell her don't pay attention to the previews. Right, yeah. Because the previews, I would have been watching that on the fire stick. <laughs> oh, I will say this from the previews, though. I'm expecting to see Taraji have a great 2019. 
and if she's not receiving something similar to yes. what Regina King just got, yeah, come yeah. next year, she like, playing some badass women. Yeah, I mean, both ways. Right, yeah. just yeah. a bad yeah. person. <laughs> also, shout out to Issa Rae. Um, and Big Little. Is that what it's called? Little Big. Little Big. I think it's one of them. Big Little. Little Big. Something like that. What's the young lady's name though? The uh, the teenager. Hold on, lady. Big little. <laughs> Y'all, I apologize. I don't have my notes. Um, however, I'm 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 kind of excited about this film because the producer is 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Little, she's called little. Yeah. Okay. So little. I'm looking forward to that film. Um, there uh, was Mar- Mar- Marcia Martin, Marcia Marcia Martin, Marcia Martin. Yeah. Mar M A R. S A I Martin. S A I Marsha. 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 Yeah. Or Marcia. Mar- whatever her name is. She black. It's her probably last Marcia. Her name is Martin. Okay. Somebody is probably yelling at us right now, she like black. listening to the podcast, like why y'all don't can't get her name together. <sighs> um. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. Um. I'm also. Because um, Regina King is in this too. Yes. Well, kind of. And no, Regina Hall. Hall. King, I get them mixed up. It's okay. <laughs> um, I love both of them. I love all the Reginas. Okay. Anyway, so the the other thing I'm looking forward to, in case y'all don't know, Coming to America 2 is getting closer to being produced. I would really like to see what's going to happen. I don't have a whole, I don't have a big expectation in thinking it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I just kind of really want to see what Eddie Murphy's going to do with that. Um, considering he got so much flack from the first uh, Coming to America about it being uh, um no wasn't not coming to America I'm sorry he got flack for the one with him Martin and um Roscoe Jenkins no 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 boomerang boomerang because it was an all black film and it was a film with black people in executive and powerful powerful positions like running a company mm. so anyway I, I I would like to see what's happening with coming to America too also bad boys is in uh is in route. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see. I just want to see. I, I, to I, be was, honest, I was like, lady, are you just going to run off all the movies you want to see? I, well, I'm, <laughs> some of my favorite comedians from back in the day, since we were right. talking about are Kevin Hart. Are resurfacing? <laughs> yes. So I'm excited to see Martin. I definitely want to see Eddie do something different other than a Disney movie. Um, and Yeah. So go ahead. I'm, I'm done. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I have it in my notes to bring up just to get your opinion, but you know, I want it to be a back and forth thing. But okay, I apologize. Okay, I, it's I went, fine. I'm I got excited on my about bad, bad Boys for Life, um, the the third edition of the Bad Boys trilogy now. <laughs> so um, I'm excited to see what they what Bad Boys do. I am not excited about the Coming to America because what? I think that's a one and done film. You don't fuck it up. Oh. Well, you Just know what? Like, I, I'm I'm willing to give him the opportunity. Norbit, no, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Norbit the, definitely doesn't need. But I, but mm-hmm. I'm saying I think oh, these films. Uh, what is the word? What is what is the movie Eddie Murphy played in? The Wh- whole the whole family. He played the whole. Family. Oh, Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. He I think that's the only. One. But for that, I think that that should have been the three movies. One. Yeah, that's the only one of his. I don't think movies. I don't know that coming to America would go to a third one, but we'd be surprised. I mean, I think it's just too late to do 
a part two. Yeah, this ain't Best Man Holiday. I don't think no one can do what the Best Man Holiday did, in mm. my personal opinion. I think that's like rare that you can accomplish something and still get people in the theater to cry, like oh, twenty years later. That's like Love and Basketball coming out with another. Why would we need to see that? Um, it they kind of already ended Love and Basketball story. <laughs> I mean, I we, mean, we, I'm, we, yeah, they we did. saw they got together. She went on to the d- d- WNBA. They had a kid. Uh, I mean, the only thing you can do is bring the little girl back, and then she have her own love and. Would you be interested to see the wood again, or um, what's another? See, that's movie? not fair. That is fair. Oh, I've been on a a very uh, a streak now that I want to like watch deep rooted black movies. I have this list of movies. Okay. I ha- I've been having. How many for a Spike Lee t- films are in there? I don't. Mm, yeah. You gotta do the right thing. Mm. Crooklyn. Mm. Mo better blues. Nope. Spike okay. Lee is not actually my favorite. I don't like most of Malcolm I'm, X. Malcolm X was a good movie. Okay, I don't and know. And you like loving basketball? Yeah. Okay. He may have produced some movies that I like. Okay. But his screenwriting is not my. Yeah, it's, it's not a, my taste. It's an acquired taste. It is very much so. You got to be blackity black black black. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that one of his films? Yeah, it was from um the school 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 days. School days. Oh man, that's a great film. Is that in your yes, list? Yes, yeah, school days is one of my favorite films. Okay, one of my top ten. What? Yeah. I can't believe we agreed on something. (laughs) (laughs) School Days is one of my top ten. Okay, I, over the weekend, saw The Wizard, um, uh, the future documentary. Probably you don't have Apple Music, so. I do not. I think they released this uh, on there. It's a who documentary? Futures. Future Hendrix. Future Hendrix. Future Hendrix documentary. And I am not a future fan. Prior to watching this docu- ser- I documentary, like future on features. I don't know about future and like listening to his his hum- whole project. Yeah. But so many people vibe with it, so I've been listening to future a lot. Um, and he's he's really good. I like it. I actually, I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I like it. You like him now better as an artist or just as, as an a artist, person? As like an artist, period. Out here I like it. his. Uh, yes. Both. Okay. Both ways. You like his hustle. I like his hustle, but I like his music now. I've always I've always admired his hustle yeah. and everything that he was able to do and the way that uh he chose to um to attack the um the industry. Yeah. Yeah. From the standpoint of working from the inside out. Right, yep. Um so this another person I can kinda admire their hustle. Uh Mayno. This is a new record. Choosing. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to remember who all is in it. Uh, Mayno, Jay Hines, Emerald Carter. Or I'm sorry, Emerald Sarter. Anyway, we're going to let this record ride, and we'll be back, y'all, with more creative culture. Just to eat to out here, living life enormous. I was stuck inside the kitchen. My diamonds start to glisten. See me hopping out the roads. Now these hoes look at me different. Hey. They just caught the vapors. They just caught the vapors. They wasn't texting back until I pulled the race up. Now they break their necks to see who win it. Caught a check. Now these bitches can't wait to choose who win it. Hey.
Somebody like you. That's from Azian. And uh, thoughts about choosing? They know. I think they're both both wavy. All right, wavy, wavy. We'll keep it rolling. I'm glad we're having so much fun. We are now. (laughs) We are now in rotation. Um, So speaking of Azian, you heard the project. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole project. I haven't heard the whole entire project. Okay. But. From the from what six songs I heard, this is a hit. This is my new favorite <laughs> artist. This is my best female <laughs> artist, and Brent Fiaz is my uh, best male artist. Okay, man, I, I I feel like you're putting a lot on it. I don't know how many projects she has to be considered a best right now, but I will say that this project is is really dope. Right now, I I like okay. her vibe. Let me listen to it a few more times, right. and maybe I'll. But she's my favorite female for right now. For right now, I get it. She's a vibe. A yes, whole I'm not vibe. T- I'm not saying she's not did a vibe. Did we tell people we were I'm in our orientation? I did. Oh, okay, cool. Just make I sure. Just <laughs> uh, While we, we arguing over music. Yes. No, I'm not saying she's... We're not arguing. I'm not saying that she's not a vibe. What I'm saying is, it's like, I haven't heard enough to put her in a category of being my favorite. Oh. Yeah. They don't... I mean, not that it don't take much or take long, but... <laughs> I know how I could, how much I could replace the other ones. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> they're replaceable. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, what else have you been listening to? Okay, so additional to the Wizard, I have been listening to um, the Weekend. <laughs> so the Weekend's joint that he dropped, "Lost in the Fire," is dope. I like it. Um, it's real, real, a real vibe. Uh, and I really like the weekend's music. It's so different. It's so emo, but so bumping. I don't know how to explain it further than that for me. Uh, okay. So I re- I really vibe with the weekend's Lost in Fire, but I don't appreciate the the shade he threw on Drake in in the song. <laughs> mm. Talk about um, I want to fight. I want to have a baby by the right one, because I'll never be the one to hide one. Ooh. I just want a baby by the right one. I just well, wanna see. I got thoughts on the hiding the kids. I mean, I I respect um, it. Hiding <laughs> the wife, you know. Um, I yeah, I I have respect for it. I mean, everybody don't have to be as open and right. um. Right, we still 
ain't seen Lauren London's son with uh, Nipsey. You know what? He's in the back of his head. That's real. I forgot she even had a kid with this dude. I did until you said something. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's right. So you know? you, it's okay for you to hide your kids? I just don't I don't understand the expectations we be with, that we put on artists and all that kind Ooh, of stuff. We want to like, know everything. But that's not fair to the... the, the we so don't care. Yeah, you're right. We the people don't give a <laughs> fuck about what is personal to you. We want all of that and more. Because music is important to us, and we need to know everything about you and your life. I know there's people out there that feel that way. There's a lot of people out there that feel that way. Unfortunately, due to the influx of reality shows and all that kind of stuff, and everybody just airing any kind of laundry, whether it's clean or dirty, um, it has... it has No more discrepancy. <laughs> man, can I get some privacy? <laughs> nah, nah. Okay, that don't exist no more. Anyway, um, so I've been listening to... or. Well, listening and watching, mm-hmm. Kalani had a new single. Yeah, I like that. It was um, a good joint. Did you see the visual with her and Ty Dolla Sign? No, I missed that part. I didn't know there was a video. There is a video. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting visual that leaves me to believe. She's pregnant still, right? Mm. Was she pregnant in that video? It's hard to tell. Oh, okay. Well, she would. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. You were leading up to it, and I miss, and I cut it off. Go ahead. Well, I wasn't talking about the pregnancy. It leads me to believe that there may be more visuals or there may be a narrative shaping throughout um, her uh, project. It just kind of left, the video left open-ended. Oh. And I'm kind of like, hmm, I wonder if this is a part of something bigger. You so it's going to be dropping inter- a project? Um, I mean, you're dropping singles. Uh, I feel like that's what that leads up to. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I feel like Tierra Wack. And, you know, a few other artists have kind of um, changed the way people view um, the expectation, of, you know what I mean, in terms of building a project and content marketing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you got to have content. Like, at this point, you just got to have some kind of content to stay relevant. Um, and I'm starting to see where a lot of people are going back to what we used to see, you know, in the days of Michael Jackson, where it's like some real thought out, um, scenes and visuals? everything, yeah, and for for the visuals to accompany the music. So hmm. it's gonna be an interesting year. I'll say that it's already. St- it was gonna be interesting regardless. It's 2019, baby. Okay, all right. I appreciate your confidence. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's gonna be lit. Music, what? film, especially film is people are coming with it this year. I'm ready. I don't for know who's gonna be Marvel, but people coming with it this year. How, how is Marvel gonna beat itself? <laughs> Can it beat a, a Black Panther year? Is it is that possible? Yeah, this this end game, this Marvel end game will beat will beat Black Panther. Actually, mate, yeah, no, Lion King, mm. Lion King with Beyonce definitely beating Black Panther. Is it because of Beyonce? No, it's because oh, okay. of everybody else that's in it. Just Beyonce, childish. I'm just curious. You said you said Lion King with Beyonce. You didn't say Lion King with all of the star-studded <laughs> cast. You said Lion King with Beyonce. Like this is her production. This, <laughs> I'm saying everybody want. This is a live action. Okay, I know you part of the Beehive. Do we right. get more music from Beyonce this year? No. Yeah. Yes. New music. Mm, does she drop new music? I think they have to. 
I think she has to as an individual. As an individual. And she holds it to us because we were expecting an album from Beyonce, not an album with six, seven songs with her husband. With her husband. <laughs> she could at least brought Blue in. Right. I think. You think Blue will make another uh, track? Oh, there's going to. In a couple years, we'll have music from Blue. Her own project? I think so. Y'all heard it first here from the Beehive <laughs> representative. <laughs> Our resident, drop uh, the bombs. Our resident, hive, hive right representative. Um, okay, who else we look? Who else should we be looking forward to? Brent hearing? better give me a damn album. I I've tweeted him and so I've said. So when you say album, will seven songs suffice? I yes. Okay. I will. I will because of how our attention spans are going. Yeah. I'm cool with seven songs. Okay. And I'm. I would have been cool with Beyonce having seven songs. Okay. Not with Jay Z. <laughs> I mean, those songs were the album was great. The Carters was great. Um, well, everything was love or is love. Um, but no, you said it right the first time. Was love? <laughs> That's past tense. Um, but Brent, uh, Rihanna. If Rihanna doesn't drop an album, Rihanna has to. If Rihanna doesn't drop an album, Rihanna has to. She I'm just says she, keep she saying said it. she. I will be. Somebody, would, Tiki I Torches. utterly disappointed. Yeah. It's that time. Yeah. It's that time. And I think Kanye West is going to drop Yandy. Mm. Um, Which I think that might be his comeback. That's why he didn't put it out was because it wasn't right for us yet. Okay. So I think. We this, weren't ready? No. I think this year we'll get that. I don't we'll know that if we're ever ready for anything that Kanye has to bring You know to what? The I was, I was listening to something. Fan, Charlemagne the guy said that this album yay mm-hmm. was swept under the rug he was like for better or for worse whenever kanye drops an album mm-hmm. it's usually it usually shifts the culture mm. the life of pablo yeah. um and all the rest Jesus. of them Jesus, Jesus, and heartbreak Jesus for sure and go through all of um, college dropout college dropout shoot you know like, what i mean even uh the, graduation the, i can the name one all with, of them um watch the Jay-Z. throne yep mm-hmm so all of the, all of these albums have chi- shifted the culture, and I think that this that's why he didn't put out Yandy. I think is the, it, it, what the uh, name of the I could be saying it wrong. Y'all could tell me if I'm saying it wrong or not. But mm-hmm. um, I think Kanye makes a comeback, in my opinion. Um, who else am I excited? I think to it's Yandy. Yandy. I think it's a play Yandy. on the word Gandhi. Yeah, Yandy. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's he loves his yeah. And he's on a new little thing. Have you seen? Okay, so another visual out there uh-huh. on YouTube. Apparently, Kanye West, uh, the world famous Tony Williams, Kid Cudi, and a couple of other artists decided to have church. I don't know if this was a real church or not. All I know is it appears as though Kim was in attendance and she uh, recorded it to her story. Um, and so I, I just saw the replay on YouTube. It's interesting. It's what a few, is it? Kanye who? Um, Kanye, the world famous Tony Williams, it's really just showing. It looks like a um, a rehearsal. So I don't know what's in the works. It's them with the choir, and it's like Kanye goes to church or Kanye and something have church. I just look up Kanye in church uh, and not no church in a while. Okay, um, so yeah, that's gonna be to say the least. Um, very interesting to see what they're rehearsing for. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see. W- with the choir. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded good. I will say that. Um, Who are you excited about? Well, when you mentioned Kanye, I forgot that there there was another project in the wings. So, yes, absolutely. Um, 
Rihanna, of course, needs to drop something. Um, who else? I want to see where Tierra Wack goes from the introduction that she made. She made quite a splash, so I'm interested to see what she has to follow up with that. Um, I definitely think we're going to get new music from her. Childish Gambino. I don't know Childish. if he can step out of the filming studio long enough to really get into the recording studio, but let's see what's up. I know who we may not hear from, unfortunately. Um, I don't, I don't, I won't even say unfortunately. It just depends on how you feel about this person. But uh, Lil Uzi Vert is, uh, I think I'm saying the right person. You know, it's all these littles. Um, pulled his music and said uh, he's done. Like, he's done done. So I don't know how true that is. We'll wow. see what's to come. Um, and I will talk about a, a little bit more in Keys to Life, uh, kind of how that all fell down and fell apart. Uh, one more thing. Yes. Ray Shermer. They're Jimmy of Ray Shermer. Uh, they, okay. He tweeted that, you know, y'all won. You know, it's over. Whatever, whatever, after their concert with Nicki Minaj. Mm. So, he, and he said, y'all still got sway. <laughs> oh. Basically. Oh. Yeah. So, how do you feel about that? Um, if they broke up, the group. I want to know why they broke up. Mm -hmm. And if it's for reasons I think, mm -hmm. I'm going to be um, disappointed in the two of them not finding another way to yeah. do what they love to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because they, I mean, they're talented. Very. And creative. Very. very. Um, so. I don't, I think they could stand alone. Yeah. Acts like that. Acts like Ray Sherman. They I don't break look for up. them. I don't listen to them for the same reasons I listen to like a, a, a Rihanna or Beyonce or whatever. Not for vocals or anything. It's just the level of creativity, you know what I mean? And how they kind of, um, they kind of push, they're pushing culture. I'll say that, you know? Yeah. Um, and being unique in the industry. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. their uniqueness. Um, we're going to listen to this record right here. This is Me Time with E Blue, 24 Hours, and Eric Bellinger. We'll let this record ride, and we'll be back, y'all, with more creative culture. Four in the morning, who in the hell is this? Yeah, hitting my phone, my phone like they found a lick and we finna be rich. What is you on? Yeah, fuck is you on? Yeah, ten times out of ten, shit don't be worth my time. Excuse my deep fine face. And don't you take it personally, girl. But I'm loving my me time Decide to be with him, though Took my feelings and just threw them out the window 
Listen, uh, girl, don't get a hopes high. Nice like this. Yeah. It makes me think like uh, about uh, five heartbeats. Anyway, uh, nice like this, Kalani, Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Wacka Wavy. Definitely Wavy. Definitely Wavy. And, and the uh, joint before that was Wavy too. Me Time, the remix. That's what's up. I think I, this is this my first show getting them all Wavy? I mean, we probably had one or two shows that you had all Wavy, but okay. I told I, you I was coming to have fun. All right. I felt I felt the energy that this was a great vibe. Yeah. Playlist. So Sometimes. I'm proud of you. Let's clap everybody for Lady. Aww. <laughs> makes me feel good. <laughs> makes me feel loved. Um, anyway, keys to life. So I this week, um, a lot of things have been pointing to and reminding me about um, a quote that says possession is nine tenths of the law. Um, and in a time where ownership is really a key and I'm talking to my creatives at this point, um, there are a lot of things that people in our culture have, um, kind of glorified in a way or put on a pedestal in a way in terms of possessions. And what I mean by that is by, you know, money chains cars clothes shoes you know the list goes on um unfortunately a lot of people that we've seen in certain platforms um on these certain pedestals shining and glorifying that lifestyle they've given up true ownership and the thing that they really should take possession of which is uh their ideas their creativity and their works in order to get these little trinkets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important for us not to be fooled, you know what I mean, by certain carrots getting dangled in our faces and like, oh, I can give you this, I can give you that, or, you know, you can have the world. Um, I just need you to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned uh, earlier about the artist who a couple of months ago took to his social media and um You know, a lot of artists like to do these live things now and let their fans talk to them and all that kind of stuff. So apparently someone asked him when he was dropping new music and he was like, man, I'm trying to do new music. Y'all don't think I want to, you know, give you more music or whatever. Essentially, he realized in that moment, you can see that he realized and he was trying to explain without saying too much that he had become a slave essentially to the label. Mm-hmm. Meaning the label tells him what he can and can't do mm-hmm. when he can and can't create how, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all these different things just by, he basically signed his life away thinking that, oh, this is going to be a great life. You know what I mean? I'm going to get racks. And he says that he was like, you know what I mean? You get the racks, you get this, you get that. He was like, it's no different than somebody coming out of jail, ready to start their new life and just happy to breathe fresh air and get you know what I mean? Get a good meal. Um, and eventually as time goes on, the whole newness of everything wears off. Mm-hmm. I think it's very unfortunate. A lot of artists get caught up in that, especially in music. Um, so I, I recently also, um, and this is a, this is a low key plug and I'm only saying low key cause I don't know enough about this, uh, particular, business or platform to really like shout it out and give it a big up but Steve Stout recently um, has come out and said he's uh, invested and he's working with uh, a group of people to create United Masters Mm -hmm. and the whole point of United Masters is so that you can still own all the rights and the publishing and the licensing or whatever to your music Mm -hmm. and he'll help get you 
placed because he struck a deal with the NBA. Mm-hmm. So the other piece or the other key to people with as far as music, music is not the end all be all. Right. I know that it may be your passion. It may be that thing that you love to do, but you've got to look at other ways to monetize and not be just so stuck on the music because you need placement in film, in video games, um, in radio. All these other things are what helps you actually monetize your creativity and i'm I'm stuck on music right now but this works across the board in in film it works across the board if you are a visual artist like you're painting or whatever the case may be take time to really really invest in your ip your intellectual property yeah like period point blank take time to invest in yourself before you go buy a new pair of shoes a new purse a new bag uh, you might have to skip a haircut. I don't know what you got to do, but take the time to invest in yourself because there's other people out here who are looking and waiting to take advantage of what you have to bring to the table. And they've done it to our people and to our culture for so long. It's, I compare it, I've always compared it to the fact that we not only have the lemons or we took lemon, we made lemonade, but then somehow we got bamboozled into giving it to somebody else so that they could put a name on it and sell it and make millions. Mm-hmm. and it's our lemonade like it's our kool-aid like mm-hmm. we are the creative force force continuously pushing culture forward and other people look at us you know what i mean to do that mm-hmm. but we often are the ones leaving so much money or so much dignity on the table because th- they buy us out essentially in mm-hmm. some shape form or fashion yeah um i'm off my soapbox d i'll let you put your your two cents in okay so our key to life is ownership. Name? Ownership. You Possession is nine tenths of the law. To ownership. Uh, definitely. I think. Okay. So now, in context of what you you put in the quotes for yeah. me, um, everything makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize because sometimes I do get into the the long winded whatever, and and when I add my opinion. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, we started off with ownership is definitely ownership. key, and I'm not talking about you know owning things that could fade away. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything fades away. We fade away. Everything fades away. Yeah, but there are certain things like right now we can say, you know, while other people have passed on, we still are. For instance, Steve Jobs is gone, but we got the iPhone out of it. You know what I mean? There's a legacy there. You get what, uh, I'm, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel you on so, that level, but I'm I'm thinking of like not icon or legendary, but you can be that type of individual to the people that's around you. Mm-hmm. to your family to yes. y- and your name could be passed on for centuries and decades and no one on an icon level could mm-hmm. do that uh but yeah oh, it's more focused on the the creatives as i, right, and I yeah. said i'm speaking to the creatives, creatives. i'm speaking um, to the people who you know what i mean you have something to offer the world just mm-hmm. make sure that you take time to invest in yourself so that no one else can take advantage of you right i think that's 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 definitely a key is to owning your own shit because you would never want you would never want to want a legacy mm. and then you you built it for someone else exactly right exactly. so i i totally i totally get that and i totally understand i just know that there's a lot of things that we try not to ha- hold responsibility as creatives mm. so mm-hmm. um like I don't do graphic design, so I put my faith in a graphic designer to right. do work for me that right. I don't know how to do. Right. Just like I don't know the legality between some of these 
hard ass words on this paper, right? right? So I need a lawyer to do those things. And I think that's where we extend ourselves so that we, we assume that there are people that are not trying to get us. And I think right. that, now I that think comes that down you, to the trust. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of the things of even ownership, even just all of that, I think you just have to have a, like a solid group of people so yes. that you always own your creativity. Yeah. Right. Because that's most important. I mean, honestly, everything could be taken from you in in any way. They can they can do whatever they can say, whatever. And they could take that shit away from you. But you and what you have inside of you as an owner of your own creativeness can always come back from that. Indeed. So, you know, it we gonna learn as we go and i think that's yeah. as a culture like we gonna yeah. learn as we go like we had to have a lot of fuck-ups in the 90s a lot of dumbass contracts a lot of all of that shit for us to be here and now and right. people can just i can go on i can make a beat i can do whatever i can mix all that shit on a garage band right put it on put it SoundCloud, package it yeah. put it on soundcloud i could even put it on apple music yeah and I own all my shit, but yeah. people don't know that. And I think and that's firsthand, what I'm saying. take time to educate firsthand. I think the problem I was talking to a friend about this is within ownership, within life, is that we have the most valuable tool that in our hands, in our pockets, and we don't even realize it. Our our parents, our families, you go generations back, they didn't have what we have. We have a cell phone that has fucking Google. If you want to learn anything, you can Google it, period. You can you can research it. Yeah. I even find myself in, in, in conversations saying, you know, I don't know how to do this. And I haven't even went and I, I research. So I haven't even went and said, you know, yeah. I'll fuck around. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, this is the first time D has ever wanted to excuse her language. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks. Uh, I, I made a conscious effort to be better. Okay. Okay. So, um you know, I yeah, have my yeah, days, yeah. whatever. So anyways, I was in Illustrator and I'm just like messing around because I lost some training of what I used to do, whatever. Understood. So I'm just in there just messing around. And I was like, why don't I just Google this shit? Like, and I think YouTube. that's so like, if you want to know anything, it's anything, there. It's out there. It's there. Somebody somewhere some, did what you want to do. Right. There's nothing authentic about whatever idea you have. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to get out. of. It's okay. Everybody bites off of everybody. That's an part idea of creativity. Comes to, you know, you an know idea I mean? comes from somewhere. We're all inspired by other yeah. things, and and we find ways to remix and reiterate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it also kind of goes back to when you were talking about uh, being able to research and all of that. Mm -hmm. To me, a little piece of that ties into one of the other keys that we talked about, which is patience. Mm -hmm. Like not being so quick to just jump. Like mm -hmm. make sure that you are making an informed decision mm -hmm. and not saying you're gonna always get it right you know what mm -hmm. i mean just get as much information as you mm -hmm. can make the decision as best for you in that moment mm -hmm. and then you know what i mean keep it pushing it may turn out to be the wrong thing we already know success mm -hmm. is a part uh, or failure is always going to be a part of mm -hmm. that road to success so don't be afraid to take risk i'm also just saying you know at the end of the day invest in yourself you yeah know what I, mean? I think uh, I was just thinking about more, more so the ownership part is like, yeah. you have this, you, there are people out there that may not want to own essentially something. So in, in the creative aspect of, and uh, cause there are people that yeah. listen to us that don't necessarily need, they want, they like, 
the structure of you mm-hmm. know working in a nine to five we've mm-hmm. all been there you know mm-hmm. so maybe that's comfort yeah. for them so and, and saying that for y'all find ownership other ways well, find ownership take in pride and ownership and what you're bringing to the table even if you're not creating something by yourself there's mm-hmm. something that you're bringing to the table mm-hmm. to that job to own that corporation that to whatever it is that you are a part of mm-hmm. own that Shit, thank yeah. you. Oh, you yeah. want to say it? Own well, that shit. I, I thought we were going to end up saying it, you know, Together. in unison, but oh. it's all good. Well, you point it like, go, say it. Oh. <laughs> Y'all didn't see Lady Point, but she's like, shit. Because you had just said it. Shit. You had just Call said it. Yeah. Better. We're Better. Anyway. Um, um, but yeah, so in ownership, I think you have to find, you can you can own the way you see yourself in this world. Absolutely. And that is almost as valuable as the assets that you own that you leave to your family. So there's multiple investments you can make at the end of the day. You can invest your time. You can invest, you know, in your education. Mm-hmm. You can invest with your money. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I want you to invest in yourself mm-hmm. and take ownership. Yeah, definitely take ownership. All right. So we, we winding down, y'all. That's really what it boils down to. Uh <laughs> For whatever reason, I can't get this track pulled up fast enough. But D Woods, go ahead, tell them where you at. All right, people, you know where you can follow me. You can find me at it's underscore D Woods on Instagram, and then I could locate you everywhere else. So, <laughs> and you obviously can find Creative Culture at CR8V Culture on Instagram as well, and that's where all the links are, lady. The Lady Life, T-H-E-L-A-D-Y-L-Y-F-E. Uh, that's on the gram, that's on Twitter. That's everywhere, I believe. Yeah, um, she's branded, bitches. Yeah. Invest in yourself. Indeed. Yo, <laughs> I did it early. I did it a long time ago, right. for real, for real. Um, right. So, as always, we want you to remember, life is what you make it. Dream, Dream design, design, create it. it. And when you're done, own that shit. And definitely on that shit. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Oh